Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alec Caversham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Gap. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. Hello to everybody out there at Radio, TV, and Internet Land. I'm Alex Haversham, your host of A Call to Action. And on a regular basis, we try to have individuals and guests on this community who impart significant information. Well, today we've got a guest that we've had before, but I'm just here to warn you up front that I've got some good news and I've got some bad news, and I'm going to start with the bad news. African Americans suffer disproportionately with health issues, all the way from congested heart failure to diabetes to cancer, you name it. It just seems that African Americans are on the bottom of the totem pole as it to relates to those health issues and health disparities. It's bad news. The good news is there's an organization in our community that's addressing that and initiating efforts to address the problems that African Americans have as a result of, you know, health problems and address those disparities. And that organization is none other than Navison Atrium, Atrium Navison, whichever Dr. Walker would like for uh, health. And let me just come out of the chute saying that I really applaud the efforts of Atrium Navison because it recognizes the problems and it recognizes those disparities. So I just want to applaud that institution for doing what it does because I don't care how much money you got or how good you look or what kind of car you drive, or what kind of house you live in, you know, you're not exempt if you've got health problems, and you're not doing as well as you may think you are if you've got health problems. But there are approaches and, 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 and angles and programs and activities that, in which one can engage to address these problems, and part of it is education. So today I have with me Dr. Patrice Walker, who's the Chief Medical Officer, is that still correct? That's correct. For Atrium Navison Health, who has been on the show several times and you know we just keep beating this thing all over the head, you know, whether it's vaccinations or whether it's dispelling uh, some of those rumors and myths 
as it relates to the vaccination because both she and Atrium and I realize the importance of good information. You know, health is too important for us not to have accurate information as it relates to how to approach it. So thank you for coming. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for what you impart to the community and thank you and uh, the agency for what you work for everything that it does in trying to address these problems. How you be? I am well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I always answer your calls because I think what you do for the community and especially for the black, you know, African-American minority community is, is something that we need. And so when Mr. Habersham calls, I answer his call. And um, I'm just excited to be here today in person. Yeah, yeah, good, good <laughs> and excited to be able to share some of the some of the you know great work that we're doing at Atrium Health now. Well, you really are. And then the 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 proof for the pudding is that Atrium has engaged in specific projects and endeavors and initiatives to try to address that disparity. And, and you know it really concerns me not only as it relates to health, but you know, we got economic problems and all other kinds of problems. But I think we really need to be concerned about the health issues that are prevalent in our community. So I really appreciate that initiative. So I think this is a special month. You know, there are so many things going on and, and you don't have to limit our conversation to what's going on this month. You can talk about, you know, what the organization is doing from a general perspective to address the health, the health of the entire community generally and the health of the minority African-American community specifically. So, you know, this is a month that some special emphasis is going to be placed on. Uh, and it said maternal health. I got a little jealous because he <laughs> <laughs> because paternal applies to me, but we'll go with what you all got. Okay. We'll just go with uh, all right. maternal health for this morning. Well, yes, yeah, so April is um, National Minority Health Month for the whole month of April. And within the month of April, this week in particular, the week of April the 11th is specifically Maternal Health uh, Week. And so um, overall, we care, you know, about the health of our minority um members and specifically the maternal uh, aspect of that. So this month we're doing several things um, in conjunction with um, some of our partners um, and actually it's taking over into May as well. We'll have some, some things going on, but, but the um, April being National Minority Health Month, there's a theme every month and this is sponsored um, in part by the, um, the, the government. They do the, um, the um, sponsorship of this every month and every year there's a theme and this year's theme is give your community a boost so there's still you know we're having a good time right now in terms of COVID numbers in the community but we cannot forget that there's still you know it's still out there it hasn't gone anywhere so give your community a boost is the theme this year to let everyone know to get vaccinated and not just get vaccinated but also to get boosters as they are recommended you know the CDC just came out a couple weeks ago with a new recommendation for a booster um, a COVID vaccine booster for those over the age of 50 as well as those that have you know particular illnesses that 
pose them at, at high risk. So we need to keep up with those recommendations and make sure that we stay on top of our vaccine status. It's not enough just to get that initial series or shot. You really have to keep up with the most recent recommendations as well. I'm happy to say that I've got my second booster. All right. You know, and I'm also happy to say that I believe in the science. And I'm saddened, frankly, by, you know, the resistance and the percentage of people who are not vaccinated. So, I mean, I join with you in encouraging people, you know, to get vaccinated. You know, I mean, if not for you, for your loved ones. So I think that's an important uh, thing for this week. Give your um, community a boost. And, you know, you and I both have been hitting ourselves over the head, mm -hmm. you know, trying to recommend you know, to the entire community to, to get vaccinated. You know, I mean, Grandma said the proof is in the pudding. And statistics and science show that those of us who are vaccinated and who are boosted stand a much lesser chance of getting the vaccine, I mean, of getting COVID. And if we do, we, stand a, we might just continue to live. <laughs> if we've got a booster and I want to be around here so I can interview a whole lot more more times. And there are other programs in which Atrium uh, Navicent is involved, you know, and, and two of the things that, uh, which are just, if not more important, is that um, congestive heart failure and diabetes. Now, before we get specifically into those programs and activities associated with, with Navison. Just talk generally about those two illnesses, and I know that a lot of us suffer from them. Mm -hmm. And just talk generally about what they are, then we're going to talk about what can be done to prevent them, and then we're going to talk about the programs that are available for individuals who may be suffering from those uh, maladies. Absolutely. So congestive heart failure, we'll start with that one. Um, well, they both are chronic diseases. And generally speaking, when you get diagnosed with congestive heart failure or diabetes, that is a disease you're going to have to manage for the rest of your life. Um, it is very rare for someone to you know, be cured from those illnesses. Congestive heart failure is just a fancy way of saying that your heart does not effectively pump uh, blood. Your heart is a pump, it's a muscle, um, and it helps blood get around our bodies. And when your heart doesn't do that well, then you accumulate fluid because your heart can't, uh, can't pump it to where it needs to be. And you have lots of, um, you know, side effects from that fluid. You have swelling, you have shortness of breath, um, and ultimately um, the heart could fail, you know, to the extent that you're not able to do your normal day-to-day -day activities and you become, you know, dis disabled. Um, similarly, diabetes is another chronic condition where your body is not able to metabolize the sugar or the carbohydrates that we eat as part of our diet. And when that doesn't, when that can't happen, you, you end up not being able to fuel, you know, the important um, uh, organs of your body and the sugar that you can't break down ends up being, um, you know, it ends up being toxic almost. We think of sugar as something that we need to, to have energy, which it is, but if your body can't break it down into its components, then it ends up being toxic. And so it damages your organs, like your eyes or your blood vessels. 
So again, these are two chronic conditions and they disproportionately affect African-Americans. And so we have worse outcomes than our non-minority uh, counterparts. Um, and because of that, we want to make sure that we do things like educate the community, have programs to try and help um, our community members. And that's, those are the things that Atrium Health Navison is trying to do. Uh, outstanding. And then there are buildings and programs throughout the community uh, that are a part of Navison, you know, where there are places you can go and, and there are websites and there are specific, you know, you know, like on Eisenhower Parkway. I forget the name of that facility out there, but, you know, the, th the point that I'm trying to make is that if, in fact, we don't put problems off. You know, one thing that I tell and I teach uh, in the prison system even, and what I tell the residents is that there are resources out there that are available for any problem that you have. So oftentimes people suffer more than they have to suffer. They are put in bad situations that don't have to be as bad as they are and they get worse if in fact that we could just kind of realize that whenever we are faced with a problem then the first thing that we are to say well what kind of resources what kind of information that's out there that can assist us so talk about those programs and resources at uh, Atrium Navison and you don't have to be rich, I know, I mean, it takes money for everything, but you all, I'm sure, have a whole lot of initiatives that, that attempt, uh, that help people, uh, irrespective of their financial status. Absolutely. That is, first and foremost, all the things that I'm going to talk about, there's no charge to anyone to get, you know, enrolled in these programs. In fact... Um, we actually, you know, do our best to reach out to those individuals. Um, we have a way of, of using the data that we have when people come into the emergency room repeatedly. You know, we're able to see those repeated readmissions and we target, you know, those individuals because, you know, clearly they have some barriers about why they keep coming in. And so we seek out those individuals, but even, you know, those individuals that we don't seek out, we have resources for them. We have resources to help with medication. Medication is very expensive. Some people, you know, have to pick and choose, am I gonna get my prescription filled or am I gonna get have food to eat or what have you? So we have resources for that. We also help people learn how to um, uh, shop and, and cook healthy in both chronic, uh, in both uh, diabetes and uh, congestive heart failure. The food that you eat is a huge component of that. And so we want to make sure that people understand the, the impact on getting the right food and eating the right foods. We have a um, a, a market. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't think of the official food, name for it right now. Food is medicine. Food is medicine market. That's right, where you can a, a physician can basically write a prescription for some healthy food, and individuals can take it to this market and make sure that they have fresh, you know, fruits and vegetables and healthy food based off of their medical condition. Um, and how to prepare that food as well. There's ways to, to have discussions about that. So it's just a matter of making sure that um, people have the tools that they need um, to really treat themselves um, and treat their, their, um, their illnesses so that they can manage them appropriately.
Well, that, that's extremely important. So, you know, basically, what would be the process for one to just learn more about what resources are available out there to, you know, to, to assist us? But, you know, we're not just talking about people. You know, our goal is to make people more conscientious about, including me, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about the importance of health and the importance of resources and the importance of, of habits and the importance of eating correctly and exercise, blah, blah, blah. And the importance of getting, because I got my booster so I can brag about that one thing out of everything that I mentioned. But, you know, just where should one go? I mean, how can one educate him or herself? Or where is the information available? Absolutely. I would say first and foremost, you need to start with your own physician. Um, your doctor knows specifically about, you know, your the details of, of your disease process. So first and foremost, start with them and ask them, you know, what resources would they recommend for you? Um, they're not going to lead you, you know, astray. But in general, you know, you want to stick with um, resources that are that are well, you know, that are that are popular that we all know. The CDC is a huge, you know, they have a lot of resources out there and they publish things or make things, you know, that are very easy to read, easy to understand. Sometimes we get intimidated when we think about, you know, I don't know if I can go to that website, I might not understand it, but they specifically have things that are made for regular people. You don't have to have any kind of medical background to understand. The American Heart Association is another big one for congestive heart failure. Um, you know, there are resources like, um, Many universities, you know, if you think of the, the big universities, even Emory is a local, you know, university that if you're going to search somewhere, don't just go to Google and type in diabetes. You know, you want to make sure that you are using, getting information from a reputable source. We have Mercer right here in our community. Mercer is one of our partners that we're partnering with for the maternal um the maternal disparity work that we're working on too. So, you know, think about a reputable resource and make sure that you're going, you know, to that to get your information. Absolutely. From. And then, you know, I was a little bit amazed at, at, at when I found out how much the Department of Public Health does on a regular basis. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss some of, of those resources that are available. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex C. Haversham. And I'm having the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Patrice Walker, the Chief Medical Officer of Atrium Navison Health. We'll be right back. Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alan Caversham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. We either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. 
We're back. I'm your host, Alex Habersham of the Call to Action, interviewing Dr. Patricia Walker, the Chief Medical Officer for Atrium Navison Health. And again, I want to give the institution another shout out for all of its effort to try to address many of the health problems that we're having in our community. And I want to give you a shout out for encouraging everybody, the entire community, to be concerned and conscientious about our health because there are resources available out there, you know, to try to, to make us all better. There's an old saying that says, if it is to be, it's up to me. So if you want to do better and live better, then I think that one needs to take advantage of all of these resources that are available so we can have a better and a healthy, healthier uh, community. So thank you again. I can't say thank you enough. You know, we've done this repeatedly. Uh, and then I, I, I want to, I want you to start. You, we, you're going to talk about a specific activity, but lest I forget, just go ahead and do one more statement encouraging people about the booster and the vaccination. Absolutely. So I just want to encourage everyone that um, if you haven't been vaccinated at all, it is not too late. It is plenty of time. Um, vaccines are, are everywhere in the community. So we encourage people to get vaccinated. If you have been vaccinated, then make sure you are also um, getting a booster if that applies to you within the appropriate time frame. Um, as various, you know, different variants may come up. We don't know what's going to be next, but your, your first line of defense really needs to be the vaccine. And then all the other things that we do, such as mask wearing and hand hygiene, all of those things, you know, still, still apply, but getting that vaccine and any booster that applies to you is really the key. Thank you very much. So you got a special activity coming up next month. That's right. Connected with the maternal uh, initiative, maternal health? Yes. So overall in the United States, um, unfortunately, this is, this is some more bad news that, uh, uh, like what you mentioned, but in the United States, you know, we have some of the highest rates of maternal morbidity and mortality. That means illness and, and, and potential death around pregnancy um, of any, you know, developed country. There are some third world countries that have better statistics than we do in the United States. And that should make all of us, you know, really uh, concerned and passionate. Now, I'm an OBGYN by training. I don't practice anymore, but I'm never gonna not be that. And so, you know, whatever I can do, what, wherever I am, I'm gonna continue to um, try to make sure that that statistic changes. And in the state of Georgia, unfortunately, out of all 50 states, we are towards the very bottom of that list. So we have a lot of work to do. And because of that, um, Atrium Health Navicent feels that we have to do our part to make sure that our patients in this community um, are educated and not only that but our physicians and providers and all of our healthcare providers um, are knowledgeable and understand what are some of the underlying um, issues and causes and what can we do to make sure that our patients get the best care and they don't turn into those statistics. So you're saying that uh, when, when you speak of the maternal health and the problems associated with them so you're talking about women who get pregnant and are having babies and the disproportionate number of problems associated with uh, minorities 
who find themselves in that situation? Yes, yes. And, um, you know, it's a, we're not exactly sure why that is. It is, it is lots of factors go into it, but we definitely think that, you know, systemic racism, unconscious bias are, you know, influencers of that. Um, sometimes when women go to the doctor, they try to, you know, talk and explain how they're feeling or symptoms that they're having that are not, they're not always listened to, um, appropriately. So we're trying to do training for our, you know, physicians and nurses and anybody that comes into contact with our moms or moms to be, to make sure that they have good listening skills, they have good interacting skills, that they're not allowing their own, you know, unconscious biases to, to impact the care that we give. That is so outstanding to know, and I'm so happy that you all are initiating those efforts. So this kicks off on May 3rd, you're going to have a series of seminars and activities uh, associated with that. So on May the 3rd, um, in conjunction with our partners, the Navicent Foundation, the Macon Bibb Health Department, um, as well as the, um, I'm forgetting one, Macon Bibb Health Department, Navicent Foundation, and Mercer, Mercer University. Uh, is going to help us with this event. It's going to take place in the president's ballroom. Um, it's going to be some, some unconscious bias uh, training, really an interactive discussion. It's going to be a panel discussion and the viewing of a, of a brief film that is actually, you know, I don't want to give it away, but it is a very moving film told from the perspective of several moms and, their and or their families about their you know interaction with the with the medical community so it's going to be an exciting you know event lots of interaction and conversation i'm going to be one of the moderators uh there and so we invite everyone to come out on may the 3rd um, from 5 30 to 7 7 30 p.m um to learn to educate yourselves um and to be able to take that you know information out into the community as well that is so outstanding uh, again, I want to thank you. I want to thank Atrium and Navicent for all that you do. And then if you want to find out more information, I'm sure that you can go to, you know, you don't have to tell people the websites now because they can Google anything and find it, but it's atriumhealth.org, I believe it is. But you can find out more information about this organization if you just take the initiative to do so. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Havertram. Have an interview. Dr. Patrice Walker, Chief Medical Officer of Atrium Navison Health. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for having me. www.makingblackpages.com Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on our new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. 
We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. 